Well, folks, we've officially reached that point where culturally there's no difference between conservatives and liberals because both lauded last night's striptease disguised as a Super Bowl halftime show as a proud display of Latino heritage and strong femininity. Jennifer Lopez was on a was on a pole doing her hustlers routine last night before the kids came out on stage. Mommy, what is that? Oh, that's what we call a stripper. It's a woman who dances with no clothes on for a living while men throw cash at her feet, or in this case, the NFL, millions of dollars into her bank. Everyone was about as, as excited about that as they were about celebrating the release of cocaine grandma, Alice Johnson. Oh, and, and by the way, if you were worried about dying demographics and American culture, well, good news for you. Coronavirus is spreading like wildfire. So better hope more Americans don't die from this deadly disease. I'm John Miller. White House Brief begins right now. I mean, the Super Bowl is no longer even trying to appeal at all to the American that wants to keep America great. No, it's a new America. And that comes along with new rules like commending the kind of depravity we saw on display at the Super Bowl. If you want the most comfortable sleep of your life, you may want to check out Bowl and Branch Sheets. I started using them way even before they became a sponsor. And honestly, they changed the quality of my sleep immensely. I didn't need to get a new mattress. I didn't get to need to get a new mattress topper or a new comforter. I just changed my sheets and it made a huge difference and it will for you too. You can try them for 30 days and hey, if you don't like them, send them back. But these sheets, they're slept on by multiple presidents and as they would say in Game of Thrones, winter is coming. Well, actually, no. Winter is here. So for a limited time, you can get their luxury flannel bedding to keep you cool sleepers warm. And because they breathe, you warm sleepers cool. Shipping, of course, always free. And right now you get $50 off your first set of sheets at bowlandbranch.com with promo code spelled B, promo code WH. Use promo code WH, it's spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com. Code restrictions may apply. Go to bowlandbranch.com. Use the promo code WH for details. All right, so before we get started, since we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl and that performance, I advise that you stop watching with your kids. Have them leave the room, hit pause on your tablet or your device, whatever you need to do, have them leave. This is, by the way, a courtesy that the Super Bowl did not extend to you before injecting moral corruption into your living room. So I'll pause. All right, so first we had this big giant in Spanish Super Bowl performance from superstars Shakira and Jayla. Let's watch. To switch and rap. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was actually footage of Jennifer Lopez playing an actual stripper in a movie. Still, it was basically no difference from this, this live performance that she delivered in front of about a hundred million people. Now, mind you, this what you're seeing right now is in front of children who are watching because they idolize the sport of football. It's the most exciting night of the year for them. And instead of having the game played without sex, without a sense of moral decency on primetime television, and instead of protecting their eyes from things that only adults should enjoy when they're old enough, if they so choose, well, no, they were subjected, millions of kids were, to this, a striptease performance. 
on a pole above, a, above an orgy of dancers fondling her infamous backside. Now, pole dancing, which is exactly what you're looking at here, that's almost performed exclusively in strip clubs. Well, until now, and the fact that so many people didn't even bat an eyelash, that, in fact, shows that this has become, to use the left's terminology, normalized. Meaning, uh, we no longer see that as promiscuous or vulgar or indecent. No, instead, it's how great they look, how confident she is, how powerful she is. Jeb Bush loved the halftime show. Oh, no, he, he said it was stupendous. He said it was the best Super Bowl halftime show ever. No joke. Marco Rubio was enamored as well. Marco Rubio gave it an A-plus rating. Rick Scott, he also thought it was a great halftime show. Now, notice, all of these are Republicans. They're supposed to be. They're supposed to belong to the political party that stood athwart this and said, stop, remember? Now, call me old-fashioned. But if the right says, well, none of this, none of this whole morality stuff matters anymore, especially, especially if it means that we can get and win over more young voters and voters of color, voters of color, whatever that means, then why not just let the left win? Right? If we're going to become the left, why even bother forming an opposition party? I mean, they're better at that, at the sex thing than we are anyway, at at least per performing it on stage. I mean, they, the left is the one who put this abomination of a show on. And it goes without saying that the left thought that this was outstanding. Newsweek asking, was this the best halftime show ever? NBC Washington saying it was historic. Elle magazine saying to their viewers to bow down. So it's clear the moral right is losing. Since this is what the, the Super Bowl halftime show is. Well, Miller, what do you expect? It's the Super Bowl and sex sells. No, you're right. This is what we expect. Is that a good thing? Is it a good thing when a poll comes out of the stage and everybody's just like, yeah, cool. Uh, the whole thing's become sexualized. The whole show has. Last year, remember, Adam Levine took off his shirt. Janet Jackson exposed her raw nipple. It's all become about sex. Well, Miller, that's been true since the beginning of time. Come on. Really, has it? Has it? Because let, let, let's compare what we saw last night to, to 1973 when Andy Williams sang about this really strange thing about loving one person. One person with one very special person. Yeah, but the Super Bowl's always been sexualized, really? Because it's not like that was the 50s either. That was 1973. 1973, the sexual revolution was well underway. 
But then fast forward 50 years, oh, it's not anymore about just one person. No, it's about sharing this love with about 100 million people. Endless ass shaking, which I mean, you see this. I mean, I'm only human. What am I supposed to do? What's a guy supposed to do? But should this really be what the Super Bowl is about? I mean, I was, I was already scratching my head when, when the poll came out for J-Lo. But then in came the kids. In came the children, including J-Lo's own daughter, to assumedly partake in the dancing. And, and by the way, I'm going to observe this. I know it's not PC to do so, but most I observe appear to be of some kind of exotic descent. Now, I only say this as an observation, not that it's, it, there's nothing wrong with it, but I hardly think that this was by happenstance. I mean, our demographics haven't changed so much yet that you just pick a hundred of the best dancers and they all happen to be of color. And now I, I don't care what color they were, but you know, if they were all white, you don't think that the left, there would be pieces about it, thought pieces about it, Super Bowl so white or something like that. No, it wasn't happenstance that they just chose all Latino and black dancers to do this. Especially when, especially when, J-Lo donned a Puerto Rico flag. Now I know, I know, when Puerto Rico is America, Miller. Well, Puerto Rico is an unincorporated territory with its own distinct culture and history, all right? Separate from America and for whom the Constitution doesn't completely apply. I don't know. I don't remember singing about Puerto Rico in my 50 nifty United States song growing up. Do you? No, this was all a message. This was all intentional. This was all an attempt to say, hey, look, America is changing. America's demographics are changing. America's cultures are changing. And there's nothing you can do about it. And the new America, here in the new America, we have different morals. We even have a different language because the first words out of Shakira's mouth were not even English. They're telling you that during the most American event of the year, we're going to show you what the new America is. And according to Pew, according to Pew, the Hispanic population is going to rise 128 million people in 2050, which means there's going to be 29% of the population that will be Hispanic. They will account for 60% of the nation's population growth from 2005 to 2050. And because of this growth, it's just natural that they're going to have a huge social, cultural, political, and economic impact. That's just the facts. So what this does is divides us. Because in America, it used to be that we had a united culture. It used to be that here in America, we spoke the same language. We might have been different colors, but we had similar faiths. We had similar morals. We had similar values. But when you have people who don't want to assimilate, who want to bring their own culture in, well, what you get is this conglomerate of different races and cultures held together by what? Well, what holds all of this together when you can't relate on anything? The only thing that can do it is power, is control from up top. And that's why you've got all of these people on Twitter who are authoritatively declaring, you must enjoy this. You must think this is wonderful. Otherwise you are a racist. Folks, we failed. 
We failed so badly in our duty to defend the frontiers of our civilization. And this is what happens. When you've got liberals like Anna Navarro, who were enchanted by the performance after watching it, saying, well, if you didn't like it, you're boring and rhythmless. And she said Hispanics are what makes America great. She's admitting this performance, this is what makes America great. She's admitting, yes, there are cultural differences between what is traditionally America and what is this new America. And I'm sorry, this is just historical fact, but America was founded by Protestants. I think it's fair to say that that was not exactly a Protestant performance at the Super Bowl. No, that's at the very foundation of our culture. So fine, call me a Puritan, call me a prude. I don't care. I, I mean, of course man is prone to sin. I, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying man is perfect. Nobody is. And it's hard when you've got women shaking their asses in your face to change the channel. So I watched it. But we should not glorify it as good and as healthy and as wholesome and as powerful. Because you want to know something? Yeah, it is powerful. Sex is powerful. And therefore, it should not be promoted like that in a vulgar display to rake in cash which is all they're trying to do. Sex sells. And it does. And you want to know what it also does? It's corrupting our youth. It's corrupting our culture. And it is corrupting our country. All right, if you couldn't already tell, I don't give a crap about the game itself. You know, I tried to get into football. Maybe one day I will when I have time to pick up a hobby. But currently, NFL is for commies. So I'm going to focus on another controversial element of the game, and that was the commercials. And one commercial in particular, Alice Johnson, or as I call her, Cocaine Grandma. Now, I know everybody loves her, so bear with me on this one. She's the drug trafficker whom Trump let out of prison. Let's watch that ad. All right, no, stop it already. Stop it already. I can't even get this far. It says Alice Johnson was sentenced to serve life in prison for a nonviolent drug offense. Well, was it really nonviolent? The Sixth Circuit Court of Opinions says that she was trafficking thousands of kilograms of coke and was in contact with the Colombian drug lords, which means she was likely responsible for the deaths of thousands of people. So is that really a nonviolent offense? Uh, I don't think so. Let's continue. I'm free to hug my family. Yes. All right, stop. It says, thanks to President Trump, people like Alice Johnson are getting a second chance. Really, people like Alice Johnson are getting a second chance? Oh, you mean people like Joel Francisco, who was charged with stabbing a person to death right after he was let out of prison? Because he was let out of prison for trafficking crack cocaine. But he was actually the crown prince of the almighty Latin Kings gang. So he was responsible for all of their gang activity, but he was only charged with trafficking crack cocaine. Same thing for a guy named Donald Thurman, who raped and killed a girl in the car. All right, but he was let out of prison. People like that, really, let's continue. I'm free to start over. This is the greatest day of my life. My heart is just bursting with gratitude. I wanna thank President Donald John Trump. All right, stop. 
thousands of families being reunited. She gets to see her family. Very emotional, very touching. But I want to ask you, she gets to see her family. She gets to be reunited with her family. What about all of the people whom, because of her actions and because of her drug trafficking, don't get to see their families? Do they get to be reunited with their families? No, because they're dead, all right? We're gonna be talking about coronavirus and the spread of it and the death that results from that next. Ah, love is in the air, and Valentine's Day is coming up right around the corner. And just because she says she doesn't want anything for Valentine's Day doesn't mean you shouldn't give her something, right? So not to worry, the Books Company has got you covered. That is Books, B-O-U-Q-S, as in bouquet of flowers, right? They offer farm-fresh, sustainably-sourced flowers for next or same-day delivery. You order it today, you get 25% off your entire purchase. Go to books.com slash WHB, that is B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash WHB for 25% off with the code WHB. And remember, Valentine's Day it's not just for lovers. You can show your best galantine, your BFF, some love. Or you could let mom know how much you love her. Or you could make that first move with the one you've been crushing on. Send her flowers. It's a little risky, but you know what? You can do it. And by the way, fellas, you think it's cold outside now? Well, wait till you get iced when you forget Valentine's Day. Now, the Books Company is here to make your life easier, and they offer more than just roses. Sweet, They offer sweet treats. They offer beautifully styled bouquets. They offer plants. They offer gifts and succulents. All of that you can find on their site. So this Valentine's Day, spread the love, spread the book love with your first love, your forever love, and your loved ones. You go to books.com slash WHB. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash WHB for 25% off with code WHB. All right, I told you guys last week that we needed to shut down all travel from China because of the coronavirus. Sounds like a beer. It's not. It's real bad. And now there are 11 confirmed cases here in the United States of coronavirus. Now, since I started writing the show this morning, two more cases have been confirmed. There are thousands more in China and hundreds elsewhere across the world. This is really bad, guys. More people have now died from coronavirus than SARS. Remember SARS? More people from coronavirus than SARS. So congratulations, world leaders, for helping contain this. I predicted in the early stages of the outbreak that the reasoning for avoiding a travel ban was likely political correctness, right? Don't want to offend anybody. Don't want to make any waves. Yeah, you know, don't put the interest of Americans first to be confused for racism. That's not what we would want. And of course, well, who was right? Oh, yeah, me, this guy. Time magazine, yes, they are still around, is saying harmful xenophobia spreads along with coronavirus. You see, these kind of insane reactions are all over the place. What's that, a viral outbreak? Has, has, uh, has anyone made accusations of racism yet? Oh, well, don't mind if I do. At Berkeley, they posted this now-deleted post to their Instagram warning that a common reaction to coronavirus is xenophobia, which says a lot more about the minds of a liberal SJW dummy than it does about anything else. I mean, how crazy is it that in the year of Our Lord 2020, I have to say it has nothing to do with race to want to contain a virus outbreak. Because you know if it happened in England, 
where they're white, everyone would be like, oh, I might stay on that side of the pond, would you? Leftists, they literally cannot survive unless they are framing every single issue on earth within the prism of race. Even if the potential cause of the virus is people who are eating bats. That's the probable cause. But scientists, they still have not confirmed the source of this virus. So therefore, the left is free to bring up that it's racist because diversity is the basis of their whole movement. And so they use it to divide. They use it to mark their compliant subjects and normal people with properly functioning brains. And don't take my word for it. Just look to CNN, who's doing the exact same thing. Coronavirus task force, um, another example of Trump's administration's lack of diversity. Yeah, I would, I would rather be killed by the coronavirus than be saved from it by an evil white person. Uh, I mean, is this peak social justice warriorism or what? I mean, this is exactly what you can expect from a joke of a news organization like CNN. I mean, can you believe people used to let them get away with? I have no idea how they did it. But somehow people used to let them get away with calling themselves neutral. Really? Neutral CNN? It's good that our government is finally taking this coronavirus outbreak seriously. But I have to ask, why on earth did it take so long? Finally, U.S. officials have announced that travelers coming from the outbreak region will be quarantined for 14 days under a federal order issued by the Department of Health and Human Services. And Defense Secretary Mark Esper has approved a request to accommodate 1,000 who may be in need of quarantine at military facilities. 1,000 people who may be affected by the virus here in America. 1,000 people. 1,000 people. That didn't need to happen. That's because of political correctness. Political correctness, it has consequences. There are consequences of not wanting to offend anyone and being politically correct and political correctness run amok. And it can literally amount to an issue of life and death if you let it. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the White House Brief Podcast. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe to the podcast. Please rate it. And if you feel like doing it, please leave a review. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.